Welcome to Season 3 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 162 is entitled The Road to El Toboso. In our previous podcast, Linda and I have talked much about the split between science and religion. Perhaps nothing divides science from religion more than the Christian belief in the supernatural. The scientific method is bound by temporal law. Without accurate predictability confirmed by repetition, science is nothing. Science flounders when it wanders into the supernatural, and that is exactly where theoretical science has taken us. Theoretical science has become a religion, presenting theory as fact and opinion as truth. They assume that every inference is valid because some credentialed scientist backed up with high position and scholarly degrees said it. Their false theories are turning into laws, thus violating the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. The liberals, ignoring practical science, use the word science as a billy club to bully us into submission to their progressive policies. We see it with COVID. We see it with shutting down the oil pipelines. We see it with the New Green Deal. We see it with global warming and electric cars. We see it with their strange ideas of gender. Personally, I think that if our nation spent more time worrying about hellfire than global warming, we would make more progress in saving our planet. Scientific facts are ignored as theories take a life of their own, very in truth. There can never be a conflict between true science and true religion. Truth is the only security. Theoretical science is somewhat like Don Quixote and Sancho Panza on the road to El Toboso. I love the following lines from Man of La Mancha, a musical based on Cervantes' classic satire, Don Quixote. Well, Sancho, likest thou adventuring? It's marvelous, your grace, but it is peculiar. This great road to glory looks exactly like the road to El Toboso, where you can buy chickens cheap. I suppose then each of us is the realism of the gullible Sancho and the idealism of the mad Don Quixote. We all fight windmills of one sort or another. However, our journey is far more dangerous than those on Cervantes' romantic imagination. The invisible or spiritual world is very real and has a strong influence on our world. The more we take the Holy Scriptures literally, the closer we will come to the truth, as Paul said. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Ephesians six twelve. He also said, Nay, in all these things we are more conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans eight thirty-seven through 39 Our battle against the spirits of darkness began when we were immortals in heaven, spirits looking directly at spirits, and it continues against the same foes, though now invisible on earth where we are mortals. We are cautioned by Paul too. Take upon you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Ephesians 6.13 The armor of God is not the traditional weapons of war. For in the words of Paul, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, 
against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Our foes are visible and invisible. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. The same war was fought against Lucifer in heaven before we even came to earth. The same weapons were used there to fight against Lucifer as they are used here to fight against Satan. And there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought, and his angels, and prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ, for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Notice that just as in the war in heaven against Lucifer, so it is with the war on earth against Satan. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Proverbs teaches us how to conquer evil. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 1-6 The road to recovery and repentance may be exceedingly long and very arduous and sometimes seemingly intolerable. We must be willing to let go of our prejudices and our unrighteous desires and allow God to wield His wisdom in our behalf, no matter how long it takes. It is so easy to overlook the most important clause of all. And He shall direct thy paths. That is the promise. He directs us, but He doesn't force us to follow His directions. He is the light in the darkness. And the light shineth in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. John 1 5. He is the light on the hill, not the helmsman of our ship. Agency forbids God from taking control from our own hands. That is the covenant that God is making with us. If we trust in Him with all our heart, if we lean not unto our own understanding, and if in all our ways we acknowledge His hand, He will direct our paths. If we forget not the law, But let our hearts keep his commandments. God must fulfill his promise or it would make a liar out of him, and he would cease to be God. We want God to fix our problems according to our instructions, but God wants to fix us according to his laws, which are the laws of perfection. 
While we worry about the fix we are in, God worries about the path we are on. How easy it is to forget that God is omniscient. He alone knows the future. He never forgets his eternal purpose to save us from our sins and to give us immortality and eternal life with him. He wants us to return to him, but we must choose. It is very possible that the phrase could be written, and he shall redirect thy paths, so that we can avoid greater tragedies and live with him forever. Sometimes God uses small tragedies to help us avoid greater tragedies. If we could see the hand of God, I think that we would be astonished at how often he has directed our paths. In this tumultuous, boisterous, and bellicose world, it is the one with the quiet voice whom we should follow. It is that still, small voice that we should listen for. I have heard it many times, but it has taken me three-quarters of a century to recognize it when it comes, but even now, imperfectly. King David, who walked through the valley of the shadow of death, understood that voice. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed, and be still. Selah. Psalms 4, 4. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.